Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast, where we are all about cultivating consciousness in the digital age. Let's get going. Yeah, take one, Nature Unplugged <laughs> Podcast. Excited to be here. So welcome, everyone. Um, so pumped today to have two amazing guests, Stephanie Kowak and Heather Dugdale. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So we're going to talk about your awesome organization, Grateful Connections. But before we get into it, I want to read your bio so people have a sense of what's going on. Okay? All right, Heather Dugdale is a mom of three teenage daughters at Earl Warren Middle School and Torrey Pines High School. She is currently PTSA president at Earl Warren and president of the North Coastal Council of PTAs. Heather is also a proud Girl Scout mom, a member of the North National Charity League San Diego chapter. Heather is most proud of and grateful for her role co-parenting three girls with an incredibly supportive husband in a growing village of people whose only goal is the health, happiness, and wellness of all of our kids. Hence her co-founding role in Grateful Connections. Stephanie Kowak is a mom of three teens. Her oldest daughter is a sophomore in her sophomore year at UC Santa Cruz. She, is, she has a senior daughter and a junior son at CCA. She has been focused on health and wellness in our community in various leadership roles over the past 10 years. Stephanie has served in several PTA roles, including president at Commonwealth Valley Middle School and Solana Pacific Elementary School. Currently, Stephanie is VP of Health and Safety with the North Coastal Council of PTAs, representing 23 schools, and she serves on the Wellness Committee at CCA and at San Diego District level, the San Diego District level. Awesome. Well, pumped to have you. Thanks so much for, for taking the time. And so just before we, you know, that's a little bit about your background, but just, you know, can you just share a little bit about, you know, where you grew up, a little bit more about your background? Let's start with, how about Stephanie? Sure, yeah. yeah I, um... I've actually lived all over the world growing up. Um, I spent a lot of time in England, so I just had to be pretty versatile as a kid, you know, yeah. going into new communities and um, a lot of different schools. And so um, I had a mom who always volunteered in the schools, so it just was great to, you know, always see her as a role model. And um, just, yeah, moved from the East Coast, met my husband um, out there, and we... Uh, settled here in San Diego about 12 years ago so I just and then just basically just jumped right into the community I think I just needed to build my village in yeah. order to uh, survive having three kids in three and a half years they're very close together in age so yeah. it was uh, part of my survival tactic I think was to just get involved help out you know uh, parent the for the classroom and just uh, any way I could help the schools Awesome. Yeah. So you had you had a um, someone in your life early on a volunteer, and you saw that the the benefit that it made, and that was inspirational for you. Definitely getting involved. That's very cool. Yeah. Heather, how about you? Yeah. What's what's uh, what's your story? Yeah. So I was born and raised in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Never left there until I was eighteen and decided I wanted to go to California for college, and then I didn't like. Southern California, <laughs> but I was in Riverside, so <laughs> oh, it was University of Redlands, which I loved Redlands, but I did not like 
that part of Southern California. So left and went to the University of Denver for law school where I met my husband. And then we promptly moved three years later to California and have been here for about 19 and a half years now. And um, I have loved it, but I had a former life as um, working for various nonprofit organizations as a fundraiser and an executive director. And then about 10 years ago, I had the opportunity to stay home with my kids yeah. and have loved that. And, you know, well, didn't love it for the first part. I was terrified, I have to be honest, of staying home with my kids because it was it's it's a lot of work and it's probably the hardest work I've ever done is staying home with my kids. But, um, and so the way that I kind of, when they were in school, how I would, you know, stay connected with them and with their community and all of that was just getting involved in various, uh, roles at the schools and really, um, enjoyed that and have just worked, worked my way through that, I guess, all the way to the president of these various organizations and have absolutely loved every minute. I've really, um, been grateful for the opportunity to serve the community and the schools and just, we have amazing people um, who both work in our schools, but also volunteer. And so that's been a privilege for me to yeah. do that. That's awesome. Yeah, you both are doing some wonderful work. I'm excited to chat about. So when did you two like first meet or start working together? <clears throat> so we talked about that this morning, yeah. actually. Uh, <laughs> was, we had to remember. four years ago, but okay. we were both um, presidents at the middle school. So I was the PTSA president at Carmel Valley Middle, and Heather was at Earl Warren as the president. And... We had a, um, an amazing, amazing woman in our community, Phyllis Kwan, who brought together the middle school PTAs so we could help and support each other and collaborate. So she was great. So we got to just come together for I guess like every other month or so. Mm -hmm. She would bring us together. So we just got a chance to know each other and, you know, had similarities with the three kids and sort of where we were yeah lots you know, of parallels right? uh, yeah so I think in just our commitment level and that you know we really wanted to see a shift in the community where there would be just more access for parents you know we felt fortunate that we were able to find out so much about what was going on in the district and and had a great support network but we were concerned then about other parents that weren't getting that access so I think that sort of began our our fuel to help others so yeah. Well, and we went from there to we started working with the North Coastal Council of PTAs because once Stephanie's children were out of middle school, there wasn't a natural PTA connection for her. Okay. So uh, we both were tapped to serve on the council level, which is kind of the next level up. And that's how kind of the uh, we started noticing there's there's a disconnect between middle and high school and kind of that transition and uh, for parents and and how we do that and so that was how we started um, working together more I think on a more global basis instead of just kind of at our school sites and working right. together at middle school once we had kids in high school we kind of um, were noticing need, the need to bridge that gap more right and was that the 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 kind of fuel for starting grateful connections that noticing that gap or was it Yes. That and other things. So, yeah. Tell us about like how that, how you came to form. Great there, Patches. there was other things too, but it really was that, that gap, I think that, that, um, what, and we just probably over the course of about six or seven months, we were noticing, um, Phyllis had left the school district and as a lot of people know, we had, uh, a new board come in and superintendent unrest and not unrest, but, um, 
where, where the superintendents change and changeover yeah, yeah. that happened with that. And so the middle schools, because I was still there, we didn't have anyone to coalesce us together. Right. And um, as we noticed that, that between middle schools, we weren't coming together between high schools and middle schools because our high schools don't have PTAs. So there's nothing really kind of bringing us together to work together on projects. And Stephanie and I are kind of outside the box big picture dreamers and we yeah for sure if we see an opportunity we try to take it and we started saying you know we pay so much money and we do so much work to get um, parent education speakers at our individual school sites right that and then you don't have a whole lot of, you don't have a lot of attendance because it's just your school site maybe that you're um, advertising to and especially at a school like Earl Warren where there's only 600 kids and maybe 350 families and um, just not yeah. a lot of um, people to to draw from we kind of had this idea of let's let's go big and let's see if this will work and see if the PTAs will um, go along with it and we started with the PTAs because those were our direct connections and right. um, have been getting the foundations more involved. But we also noticed, um, and I'll let you talk about kind of where we noticed a disconnect in our community. So that's where connections comes from. But it really was also in a basis in um, gratitude, gratitude for one another, our kids having to infuse gratitude in our homes. Yeah. Um, and that was where gratitude came from. But that, that also was very much, um, I think part of Stephanie and who she is. And yeah, well, I think too, cause you know, as we tackle so many different subjects and topics with our families and we were noticing like, you know, instead of really coming from that stop, don't, you know, using all those types of terms with your kids right. versus coming from that place of gratitude. And I think that, you know, when we started addressing all these different concerns, it was like, you know, if you have a grateful heart and you're really like explaining to your kids, you know, this is really because we love you, you know, right. we're doing this to, you know, because we care. And not because we want to control you or something. So it was just really trying to change that mindset. And I think as we started shifting and, you know, there was just, we were sort of trickling out and uh, trying you know, new tactics with, with some of our, especially in our schools, we were noticing, I had served on the CCA Foundation as the parent engagement um, representative. And I realized and I'm amazed at how much you know money they're able to raise to support the programs in the high school and um, but it wasn't really that like PTA type of structure that I was hoping for in the high school this is where we really noticed that gap yeah that there wasn't that type of support system in place for parent engagement and so um, and so with all of that kind of happening and evolving around Heather and I um, it was really like, let's just really try to like shift this as we can. And, and we really focused into like on the counselors and the administration in the school sites, because we really felt like, you know, their disconnect from parents is mm -hmm. because they are just, not every parent is, uh, you know, as pleased to speak with a counselor or an administrator because it's usually there's a concern with their kid. Right. So those conversations that were happening between parents and administrators were always pretty negative. And we were like, you know what, let's just start showering these um, counselors, especially in some of our school sites, with just some 
gratitude gifts. Yeah. And just, you know, dropping off some sunflowers. And that sort of became our, our token gift, really. And that's where, you know, with this coming from that place of gratitude and just helping others, you know, hopefully shift their attitude. Yeah. And I will say that Stephanie, well, yeah, brought a, a gift of gratitude to, to me this morning. The, the, some sunflowers, <laughs> some a beautiful sunflowers. little jar. I appreciate it. So you're <laughs> living, you're walking the top, you know, you're walking, you're walking the walk. Um, so it sounds like things were really siloed in a lot of ways. Like you, you know, the students Absolutely. were doing stuff, middle school kids were doing stuff, high school is doing their own thing. Parents are kind of separated counselors and, and independent, like schools are probably seeing a lot of the same concerns, but kind of maybe doing a different, and there's probably... A lot of people doing um, the same stuff at different schools and not being aware of it. So the idea is really to, to kind of connect the, the dots and get exactly. everyone more on the same page. And Open up that yeah. communication. Like yeah. We were really feeling like there just was all this, yeah, like you say, this disconnect. And that's where we really looked at NCC and having those roles in that, you know, with 23 schools that we could just uh, try to, you know, really, and also connecting school districts because, you know, here we are, and we don't have a unified school district in this area, so right. our elementary schools are separated from our high schools and middle schools, and you know, depending on the community you live in. So it was really trying to cross over again, noticing gaps, and trying to um, just bring that, you know, connection together throughout the community. Yeah, yeah. And the North Coastal Council is really the only entity in the community. I don't know that people realize that covers all six of the school districts that we have with. Um, the PTAs, so there is there's no real crossover in other areas for this for the school districts, and so that is one of the things. Not only do we have uh, you know these six different school districts, but we also each of our communities have such a different personality. And I think right. what's kind of fun and interesting is our high schools kind of are the hub of those personalities uh, and and the differences there, and so that also creates challenges, but. One of the things that Stephanie and I realized was despite those differences, parents, no matter where you live, no matter what you're doing, have the same issues and the same parenting challenges and concerns, especially when it comes to cell phones and social media, right. substance abuse and vaping especially, yeah. and also the academic stress and anxiety. Yeah. And I think as we have high school students as well, and, and it's been an evolving process, but we were noticing the disconnects with so many districts, so many communities, so many personalities, but the commonalities of all of these issues that we're all facing together and, and really, you know, have the same questions. And um, so that was really why why connection came into it. And, um, and we just wanted to, you know, switch the way we do things from... From negative to positive, yeah, for sure. Because they're not just problems and issues and challenges; they also are opportunities, and and it has helped shift our perception of those issues as well. Right, and yeah. this is something we've talked about a lot. Right, this I mean, in regards to even social media and cell phones and and this whole deal, and how it's so easy to come at it just from kind of fear based and what you mm -hmm. can't do, and and I think this is a really refreshing and more. Um, uh, it's more impactful, I think, when you come at it from a place of, of gratitude and you're not just you come in and say what well, you can't do all the time. Exactly. And yeah, it's just trying it's to cool. create those habits too. You know, I think that's the as I now especially having a daughter off at college and it's you know, you realize how important it is like we only have them for the short amount of time and we're trying to get all these 
life skills in there with our kids yeah. and just, you know, help them get on a good positive pathway to make the best choices they can when they're out of the house. And, um, and really, you know, talking to my daughter up in Santa Cruz and Heather had made her a nice cell phone sleeping bag with a banana <laughs> slug on it. Oh, um, that's good. <laughs> So, but she uses it all the time and she actually oh, yeah. like puts her phone in it and puts wow. it ac at least across the room, Yeah, you know, even if it's not out of the room, but it's not right under her pillow. Like a lot of college students go off and that's their lifeline to home. Right. So I think they, they do sleep with them in their beds a lot. And yeah. so this way it's just made her conscious to just have that separation and, and unplug when she can. Yeah. Um, so it just, you know, a lot of everything that we're learning, I mean, we laugh with each other because we have our, our wellness check-ins with each other in the mornings. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so it really, it's been our therapy as our friendship has yeah. been able to work through a lot of this. But, you know, we always bounce these ideas and we know we're also, because of the roles that we've had in our past, we're the go-to parents for our schools and our friends, you know, right. they figure if they're having a challenge with something, we would know someone to help. Yeah. So we, and I think because we feel that sort of obligation to, okay, someone brings us a concern or an issue, we've got to find a solution right. or at least get them to someone who could help. Yeah, yeah, I love so it. So I think with that responsibility we feel in the community has kind of led more into Grateful Connections too. Because we it. know that we do have access to a lot of resources just from our you know, 10 years of serving in the community. Yeah. So it's, uh, that helps too. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And so tell us, can you tell us a little bit more about what Grateful Connections does? Like what are some of the things I know you put on events, you do, you do lots of stuff. So I just want to hear more about, yeah. Sure. Well, and really we, what we realized, not only do we need parent education, but we needed a landing zone. So during those wellness check-ins, especially in the early times when we were thinking about creating this was we knew that we needed um, a place to put all the ideas like people would say oh this is what I do in my house or this is the kind of alarm clock I gave my kids or right. the kind of cell phone um, charging station or and we're like oh god I gotta write that down I gotta write that down and so it, it started with okay we need a website yep. because that really was the only thing and really the website was also a community-based website where we we say we share connect and inspire so we share events we share events and um other even if it's other districts or not just our events so we have our events that we do but we also share out uh, other events at the school sites or whatever that are open to the public and then connecting is to connect people to resources and what we really wanted were um local um community-based organizations where someone would call someone and would actually get a human being on the other end because yeah. i think a lot of times even in our school district what we were finding is even on wellness pages or things like that they were national resources or uh, resources like hospitals or things that people can't easily access and then they get turned off of it and then they don't get any help yeah. and so that was our other focus. And then Inspire really is, okay, it's all well and good to have all these things, but what do you actually do in your house? Yeah. And so then it's, this is the, you know, safe I use. This is the, if I have to put, if I have to lock up them because I can't keep my kids <laughs> from cell, getting access. The cell phones, right? Yeah. The cell phones. Yeah, I didn't know. The, the cell phones. Not the kids. Not the kids. The, well, yeah, right. Well, <laughs> no. 
But the uh, the cell phones, the Chromebooks, the Alexas, the I mean, you name the, yeah. the device that I have in there right now. But um, and and just stuff like that that we talk about when we're in the carpool line, but we don't actually show people. And so we're like, well, we're going to show people. Yeah. <laughs> so. Exactly. And, and the big piece was this community calendar, this idea of um, our schools are doing so many events and they're not getting, you know, attendance right. because we, as not having a unified school district and being so many schools, we don't have a way to get the information out there in a um, accessible and kind of community-wide way. Right. Um, so the website was really kind of the hub. And then also Stephanie and I just had this brainchild that we wanted to do three large events so we also had three main topic areas that I mentioned before of social media technology substance abuse and vaping and um, academic stress and anxiety where we're like okay let's find some really big events that we that will be a big draw and that people will come to um, and let's see if we can pitch to the middle schools in particular um, whether they would be willing to fund those events and we pitched it in we launched in june we pitched those ideas in september the middle schools were immediately on board and again we started with the middle schools because we had the vehicle with the ptas the foundations we've been you know not backtracking but we've had to backtrack back to because we just didn't have a way to reach out to them as uh as readily um but that's changing too and we'll be working with them more in the spring hopefully to kind of do planning instead of asking for money (laughs) next time but we'll plan together and um they fully on board and and we've had you know i don't know if this is where you want to talk about it but we've had some some great success and some exciting stuff so it's been really good. Yeah. So you've done you've you did a wonderful. We were part of this some yes, of these thank events. You that, um, for yeah. No. Thanks too. for That's how we the, got a chance to get to know you. Yeah. Today. The invite. So you did a wonderful event around social media, um, featuring the Like Movie. Yes. You had a panel of speakers. You've done a number of those events, right? Two. Or two. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then and then what's uh? There's a few coming up, right? There is, and I, I want to yeah, take a minute right. to step back because I yeah. think one of the magical things that happened with, with Grateful Connections, so we had this idea and we were like gratefully unplugged. And uh, the idea really came from a conversation with Jean Twenge in the parking lot of Earl Warren Middle School in March of 2018, yeah. where I said, what do you think would be, you know, or what have you seen as the greatest um, thing that a school did in response to your presentation? Right. And she said... Um, the school actually went and made cell phone sleeping bags for the kids. And I was like, oh my God, that's the greatest idea ever. <laughs> it wasn't until six months later when I sat down at my little sewing machine yeah, we have one here. <laughs> and made a little prototype myself because I, I, I was convinced that they had to have them on Amazon somewhere, right? Yeah. And looked and looked, couldn't find it. Funny enough, now you look on Amazon and they're like everywhere. They've blown up. People yeah, yeah. use them for their weddings and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But that was really the the impetus for Gratefully Unplugged, which really was was the spark for Grateful Connections generally. And so we started with cell phones and 
were fortunate enough to have you and also Camp Unplugged right. and and our amazing student Alexa Mendez yeah, Alexa. at SDA right across the street here yeah, and yeah. you know she she wrote a book about her journey with that so it kind of just coalesced together strangely right um, but it was so natural and the magic of that event we had between we decided that what we wanted to do was have events on both ends of our district because there really is this, this dividing line of Solana Beach. It is really hard if you're up in La Costa, Encinitas mm. to get down and if you're down in Carmel Valley, Del Mar to get up. And right. so we said we want a north end, a south end. We did both events and much to our surprise, delight, amazement, we had, you know, 400 plus students and families at both of those events and, and you were there and just, yeah. it was so nice for us to give information and feedback and then parents could go out in the hallway and have, you know, all of these resources right there for them. And okay. so the magic of that inspired us to do two more events in our two other topics, mm -hmm. and if you want to yes. talk yeah, about yeah. what's coming so, up. Yeah, so we're excited on February 25th, um, we'll have the screening of the documentary The First Day, which is an amazing story. Chris Heron was the um, an NBA player who um, got sidetracked into heroin and just, you know, really lost it all, basically. So it's his story it's an amazing it was on ESPN as a 30 30 for 30 but he's created this documentary and very impactful story so we're going to be sharing that along with the um, resources so we'll have community resources and we already have uh, a lot that have committed to to come for that we'll have hopefully about you know maybe 15 or so resources um, prior to the screening and then have a panel the same you know very similar setup to what we had before but so that on February 25th will be at CCA, and then we'll have it in the North End um, at LCC on March 3rd. Mm -hmm. Both at six o'clock they start. So, so that's exciting, that's coming up. Um, so that will really cover that um, gratefully present, which is what we're focusing on. Um, just really being present, being in the moment. And, and also it's, it's nice we'll have it open for families, so it's really appropriate for like seventh grade and up. Um, and it's a pretty, you know, straightforward topic. Um, so you just, but it'd be great to just see parents come out with their teens to be able to, you know, have that conversation when they leave. Um, I want to add about yeah. the movie because one of the key things is, is he doesn't talk about the substances or the substance abuse. He talks about the first day. He's, yeah. His whole thing is you know, so much in substance abuse prevention, we talk about the worst day and what can happen to you and what does drug addiction look like. But he says, you know, we have to go back. Prevention starts on the first day. Right. How do these kids get started? Why do they get started? So, mm -hmm. and Gratefully Present came about because we didn't like saying things like gratefully clean yeah. or, you know, there yeah. wasn't yeah, yeah, a yeah, natural... Yeah. What's yeah. a positive word for not for doing substances? Free, yeah. Do, yeah, but it just, just, yeah, yeah. But we realized, yeah. you know, when parents are present, we can help our kids be present in the moment and not have to use substances. And so that was yeah. how mm -hmm. the whole um, impetus for Gratefully Present and why we call kind of the substance abuse and vaping prevention um, 
gratefully present because yeah. it's let's let's be clean and sober, sober. Yeah. but also uh, let's let's just kind of pay attention and and see what's going on with our kids because Chris Heron's messages it starts because they just are lost and yeah. they're afraid and yeah. um, and they need hope you know I think that it's yep. a really a good message of resilience and hope. So we're just hoping to get another turnout for that. So we're going to start really promoting it through the school sites and um, already getting a lot of RSVPs. So yeah. it's, that one's growing. And then it'll be nice. Though, the south, so the south end is CCA and the north end will be LCC. So um, we'll cover that. And then we'll get right into um, Grown and Flown, the authors right. of the book Grown and Flown. Which, which is, we're most excited about. We are so excited <laughs> because... For me, I don't read very quickly or I, you know, Often. usually falling asleep at <laughs> the end of the day with a book on my face, but I read that book in one weekend and it yeah. is, uh, it's a pretty thick book too, but it's got every topic. I mean, they get into the whole college admissions process and, you know, teen dating and I mean, everything, all the challenges that, you know, we're trying to work through. Um, they've addressed it. They have experts that they reference. They have articles. They have, you know, so it's like each chapter in this book really tackles um, all these different subjects. And we both agreed that it was like the what to expect when you're expecting. So anyone for who teens. read that for when you were <laughs> yeah, pregnant, yeah, yeah. you know, it's kind of that big, you know, whole series of books. But this yeah. is the one for raising teens. Yeah. And um, just anyone that we recommended it to has been just so thankful to have read it. And and we so, couldn't believe they said yes. Yeah, so to have the authors come out, I mean, they're promoting their book right now because it just came out really what six months Some, ago, September, or so. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we're we're it's great that they'll be out here. So we'll have them in March at uh, both CCA and SDA. Will be the host sites. Yeah, that's so March sixteenth and seventeenth. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and we can do. And we'll do. I'll do links to the the events and right. the the, and web, to the calendar. On yeah, the, site. yeah, and and it's it's grateful connections is the web .com, but it's grateful with an eight. Gr eightful. Gr eightful connections .com, right? Yes. Yeah, got it. We'll do a link yes. to that, but um, it's awesome. I'm really excited, and I think this is a hugely needed thing, and I think you're bringing a lot of these the missing pieces together and connecting a lot of people. We really hope cool. so. Yeah. I do want to make one note about why it's an eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know if there was anything there's, there's Your domain fun... was already taken. No, no. 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 <laughs> You'd no. think. No, it's good. No, there, it, and it was a conversation that we had in the parking lot of Torrey Pines High School where most of this happens in the parking lots. In the parking lots of schools it seems is to be where... a magical place. It yeah. is, where a lot of the magic happens. And... Um, we, we didn't want it to just be, we, we wanted to have like a Google moment where you're like, what is Google? And then it's now a verb, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. or an Uber, you know, and everyone's like, what is that? And, and we wanted something that would have deeper symbolism. And so when we looked at, um, we were like, you know, grateful connections are infinite and they're just never ending. And then, and I was like, what would this be on a license plate? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was making the license plate, and, and I was like, an eight. An eight is an infinity symbol, and it's sideways. And, That's right. You know, yeah. so we just, um, it, it was kind of a magical moment, and what's fun is that people have, have stopped asking why it's an eight. They're just like, oh, okay, well, I guess it is, yeah, <laughs> it yeah, is yeah. what it is. Yeah. So, um, but it, so it has a deeper symbolism and a deeper yeah. meaning in our um, logo that Stephanie's sister-in-law uh, created, which is kind of cool, is is an infinity symbol with a sunflower in it. Oh, yeah. Um, and oh, just, yeah, like um, we, 
we've had fun with it yeah, too. It's sure. it's not just uh, you know the word has a lot more meanings, but but the symbolism and the logo kind of run deep with with gratitude and sunflowers are just beautiful and yeah. hopeful and mm-hmm. you know so it's pretty awesome. I'm curious to um you're doing awesome work and what do you what's your hope for the next few years with like where do you see this going um with grateful connection we were just yeah, talking we, about that yeah what's, <laughs> well, what's the vision and I think where does this for go? us where it's like you know for me i have you know one more year my son will be a senior next year and i'm oh, just yeah. you know sort of have my foot out the door a little bit on the high school scene so um but really looking up between heather and i that you know we would we would love to see just a closer partnership um, with our districts and just to, you know, really make sure that this, because again, we know that the, um, all of the schools are really focusing on wellness and parent engagement. Right. And this, this really brings this all together. Um, and also we just keep looking at, you know, when you have parents that have multiple sites. So if you have a kid in elementary school and one in high school and middle school, like Heather was last year, um, you just realize how you need to bring that all together. So we really want to see this to carry on from just us. We're con- we get start getting concerned about that. You know, we don't want to see grateful connections go away. So right. we just need to see that. You know, we just have closer relationships working with the districts. Well, and I'll add that what was great is that we had because of the positions that we were in at the North Coastal Council and and the work that PTAs have done for you know, over a hundred years is, is it was this natural incubator for the organization. And because we had the PTAs, the North Coastal Council as kind of a home base for both of us in our leadership positions, we were able to apply for a grant from Mm -hmm. the Coastal Community Foundation uh, and their mental health fund. And were it not for the North Coastal Council and the support of the board and all 23 of our schools, plus the um, the Coastal Community Foundation willing to fund the um, the website and get that launched and a high school students who's helping us build it we wouldn't have been able to get as far as we have yeah. so we had kind of the PTAs and, and the North Coastal Council and the middle school PTAs in particular as, as that you know incubator and where we could start but it really is important now for not only this to live beyond us but to really live you know as a community resource and a community entity because um and the PTA would would support it for as long as it needed to but it also hopefully is bigger than the PTAs it's yeah. you know it should be the foundations and should be just community wide organizations generally so we're not sure. We don't know where it will go or can go because of our own evolution as moms and community right. leaders. But hopefully um, we can, in the next 8 to 12 months, <laughs> yeah. get it to the we'll point where it out. can have a home yeah. that's more permanent right. and, yeah. and we'll, we'll live on. So that's our hope. Yeah. Um, and I think as more of these events, I mean, that's what's exciting yeah. about each of these events that's happening in the community that um, having the superintendents there, you know, and the board representatives right. to come out and see that this is something that is, you know, really important to get our families together in this way and and have the support. So I think, and there and there, and we've gotten so much positive oh, feedback. Yeah. We've had a, a kitchen cabinet, we call it, which are a group of our friends that we brought together to really help us launch this, and they have been just so supportive. So we have just. 
you know, so it's it's great. And our, and our board at NCC has been just, you know, such a you know, amazing talent, Alex. I mean, there's so many people. Do we have to thank everyone who's been involved in this? <laughs> but it really yeah. has been such a group effort yeah. of our friends. And, you know, it's just so that part has really just kept this going and the encouragement. We just know that it's right. We vote, we, we keep leaving it like we're, we're letting this grow organically. Yeah. And I think with anything, if you're not forcing something, then it will be right. Like then it will be what it needs to be. So it's just been exciting to to watch it evolve and the and, fun part and is, us grow as parents. Like we're really, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. we're using all these tools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. But you know what's been really fun too is the response. You know when we see have strangers who RSVP for the events and I'm like oh the word is getting out. Right. <laughs> so exactly. you know without every component it wouldn't have the success that it does and so and including community organizations like Nature Unplugged and yes. and partnerships like that it's really it's it's amazing. Thank you. Well, I wanted to ask um, a little segue. You mentioned that you've you've gained some new skills, or you're learning you're learning a lot in this process. And I wanted to I always like to leave our listeners with some, you know, some. I think there's been lots of tangible stuff, but a few tips that you might have, like from from either the speakers you've heard or the research you've done, like three tips around whether it's around um, the gratefully unplugged, gratefully present that you would like to share. I would say number one, find your village. Find your village and and the people who you can call, whether it's daily, weekly, whatever, that can not just talk you off the ledge, but but just help you work through what is happening. That has been the biggest gift for Stephanie and I is that we are talking through these things, and but we are supporting each other. We're crying with each other. We're laughing with each other because raising kids is really, really hard. And I think we've become very uh, insulated because we're embarrassed or we just, you know, people are very private or, you know, we have such a public uh, community now with social media and everything. We tell everyone everything and we don't tell them the most important stuff and the most um, painful and difficult stuff. Stephanie and I have learned parenting and all of that stuff. We've given each other ideas. We've given each other tips. We've given each other support. We're like, no, you're not going to do that. You're not going to call that person. Or yes, you are going to call that person. So really finding your person or your village, your your village of people um, is really, really critical. Um, persistence. Our, our kids are there to test this and, and we really have to keep persistent. And I think that is true of us as community leaders. It yeah. feels like our schools aren't moving fast enough or, our, you know, administrators or whatever, but they are and we're trying and we're trying to, you know, but persistence and, and faith, I think, is another one. Um, I think also um, showing more compassion. I feel like that's something that, you know, being that example um, and I think that's what's been fun about a lot of the, the gift ideas and things that we've been doing is just, you know, people that wouldn't expect something and, and watching the reaction or just anonymously leaving something, you know, and just encouraging people to really like, if you're thinking, oh, I've, I've been thinking about this person, I should text them, just do it. You know, I think we wait on so much mm-hmm. and I really, you know, I just think just that nudge of just just do it. Just go, you know, leave those flowers, the sunflowers on your neighbor's porch and the ripple effect of that. And you just never know of someone who really needs it at that moment. And I think the one thing too, put your cell phone away when you're online at a grocery store. Yeah. 
because in line, yeah, yeah, in yeah, line. yeah, yeah. And I've had the best conversations with people from just who's around you and making eye contact and, you know, don't be disrespectful to the person checking you out at the grocery store. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, those little things like that and that example and what you're showing your kids too, because they're watching everything. And, you know, I, I was, you know, for parents, like, you know, we have the charging station in our house downstairs and my husband and I put our cell phones in there every night before 10 o'clock and we expect the same of our kids. So that's been the one main thing is you have to walk the walk. You yeah. have to really lead by example as a parent, especially. Kim, and I want to add lastly is yeah. have fun because yeah. one of the things that <laughs> Stephanie and I have infused over the last year and a half at the North Coastal Council, because you have meetings upon meetings and things you have to go to, but we have given out board games. We've done crackers, those, you know, English yep. crackers. At I gave out chocolate chip cookies, and the title of each meeting is not meeting of the North Coastal Council. It's, you know, fill your cup, or we're so thankful for you, or the last one was it's the little things that make a big difference. I think people are like, what is she inviting me to exactly? <laughs> They've come yeah. to know that they're yeah. there for, for fun and meaningful gifts and things like that, but I think, you know, let's not take ourselves too seriously while we're trying to infuse fun for our kids. Let's infuse fun for ourselves. For sure. I think that's huge. Real. I mean, you all, you invited Sonia and I to, to attend um, a meeting, and I was sort of anticipating more of like, I haven't been to a lot of PTA, PTA meetings, but more like uh, just kind of getting down to business. And, and you did that, but there was infused with, it was like a little giveaway and, and some gifts and cookies and all these things. And so it was really, I think you're bringing that in, right? Like, just yeah. like you said, I think that's really important yeah. for the parents, especially. And you helped us with our mindfulness that's right. activity, which is really activity. nice. Yeah. Sorry, no, we're yeah. trying to infuse that stuff too. I love it can't be all serious you gotta find that's your right. balance you yeah know, and i think that's it but we always talk about like it has to start with you first you know like we always would say what was our saying i don't know um but we, we, come up with these <laughs> we ideas. have so many we, so we, many we have to like yeah have no you know books with us yeah. at all times for all these things but it is really like taking care of yourself first yeah. but also being you know light with it like having those family game nights and just right. you know family dinners and how important it is to just really make sure your kids know home is safe that was another part of it it's like you know that creating their safe space means it has to be fun it has to be somewhere they want to go and hang out so yeah. if, you're, if your kid's hiding in their room you need to create a space outside of their room in the home where they want to be right so and yeah. i think that's making sure that you're not all about is your homework done or would you get on that test or you know like our kids need to just be able to chill to be <laughs> you have to start with you yeah you yeah. have to that's start with yeah you. that's you good that's start with you yeah we often talk about that in the you probably heard this but like mm -hmm. kind of the airplane mm -hmm. metaphor you know oh, putting yes. the oxygen that. mask on yourself before you had tell great other article. people i've been reading your email yeah. your oh yes awesome. that's all awesome. it's like all sonia it. just FYI. Yes. yeah she, she's she rocking it yeah so great yeah she's so amazing yes yeah um well, thanks so much for, for being on the program. Thank I you. really appreciate thanks. you having here. I wanted to, I mean, we kind of touched on this, but where um, where can people find out more about Grateful Connections? The website, any any other? And their PTAs. Their okay, newsletters yeah. that are going to be going out through their PTAs and um, hopefully the foundations. We're trying yes. to work with them too, but um, yeah, yeah, at awesome. your schools. Yeah, so. and it's Grateful Connections, grateful with an eight, connections.com. Yeah. Yeah. We'll link all the stuff in the show notes and we'll do a link to the um, the calendar for upcoming events and all. Perfect. Yeah, cool. Thank well, thank you. you so much for being here. I really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. We'd love to have you back in a little while, see see where things are at. 
continue the conversation. That's right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Nature Unplugged podcast. You can find out you can find our episodes on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, basically everywhere that podcasts are available. Um, we would love it if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. You can find out more about Nature Unplugged at www.natureunplugged.com and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. If you think you should go I will let you go